What up, y'all's his and hers uncensored? Al Shay and Whitney, Whitney and Al Shay, and we here again. What's good with y'all tonight or this morning? Hope y'all doing very well. Let me tell y'all something real fast. Me and Babe, like, we like to record in the basement. Well, actually, me, because it's just it's super dark down here, and we just be laying on the, well, we usually be sitting down, but we, I try to get us in the most comfortable position as possible. Right now, we just laying down, cuddling, and recording. It's like, oh, man, it's just so, it's just so comfortable. <laughs> well, guys, since we've, you've last heard our voices, I turned 33. Yes, Woo! happy birthday, babe. Give me kids, birthday kids. One kiss for the birthday chip. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I celebrate my 33rd birthday on February 33rd. 5th. It's my Jesus year. Oh, yeah. Living with no fear. At this point, you've done everything that Jesus did but die. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'll show you. I ain't walking on water. I mean, except for the miracles. Oh. <laughs> you ain't, like... Yang, uh, Yang, well, you probably did have rocks thrown at you. What? When you was a kid or something. No. Oh. Okay. That's our celebrity, Jesus. Okay. (laughs) I'm done with this dude. Now, tonight, again, as I was scrolling Instagram, as I do frequently, I saw a post on Black Marriage Movement that said, I remember a female friend of mine told me, Marcus, I'm tired of being the nigga in my relationships. I want to be able to just be a woman for once. In that moment, I realized what I had been admiring as strength was actually a burden to her. Then I thought about my mom and all the women I know exhibiting this strength and wondered if they felt the same. It seems like the independent woman thing is more of a self-defense mechanism because women don't really feel safe with us anymore. Mm. But it's such a good defense that we've bought into it. Um, With uh, attempting to keep with um, the celebrity news and talking about independent women and exhibiting strength uh, or a defense mechanism... I'm just thinking past times that I've watched Love and Hip Hop, various women on there have exhibited different levels of strength or independence. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, but what comes to mind off the top was um, Mimi because she was dealing with... The girl who did the sex tape? Yeah. But um, she was dealing with... Stevie J. I'm like, I'm drawing Stevie. a blank. Even. Right, but I mean, even um, Jocelyn when Jocelyn she. And <laughs> I, can't I just know that. a little bit of this, y'all. I don't really be. Sitting I was about there to say you know more than me. <laughs> but um, just thinking about the women that he's dealt with and how at some point they had to to exhibit independence or strength, but they were actually hurting because he was being let's just call Stevie. it a trash a. Nigga. It was being Stevie with money. But, um, what do you think about that topic, honey? 
Um, it's definitely something that we've mentioned before in the podcast. Um, I think we mentioned it with Dr. Dickerson, I believe, mm-hmm. when I was like, you know, um, as far as seeing women be strong and having that uh, um, picture painted at a young age, you know, watching my mom, you know, just say, yeah, she's strong, she can do, she can do, then um, getting in relationships and saying, well, you can't do what my mom do, you must be weak. Um, but as I grow, I do see how it's a curse. It's a generational curse that women have because you guys are raised to be independent. Um, I don't want it to be taken out of text like, I don't need no man, I don't, I don't need no man, but you do, women do need men and men need women. You know, that's why we are opposite. <laughs> and that's why we are attracted to each other. You know, um, so with that being said, like, the curse needs to be broken and women need to take their place, men need to take their place and let it, uh, well, how can I say, just let the thing go. You know what I'm saying? Let, let it flow. Um, when you say that we are raised that way, I, do, I definitely agree with that because um, I know that I, not just myself, but I, many girls or females that I've spoken to, you know, their thing is you need to learn how to cook because you got to take care of your house. You got to mm-hmm. learn how to clean because you got to take care of your house. You got to learn how to do all of these um, feministic or maternal things uh, because you have to leave the house and you have to go and be able to, to take care of your house. But um, other situations I know of and have witnessed a lot of males who are still home for a while. Like mm-hmm. they, they're a little a little more coddled because moms want to make sure that they're okay and right, they right, have right. a woman who's going to do those things for them. Um, and so I do feel like it's a little bit unfair because it's, you know, you want us to have a man, but you're preparing us to not have one, if that makes right. sense. And um, doing the opposite with the men. Right. <laughs> you know, you or want- they're preparing them to be taken care of, you know. I saw this, um, something else where it's like, um, when you bring a male home, you, you guys have been dating and you bring him home, he's nurtured, he's uh, complimented, he's taken care of, he's served, those things. But once a male brings a woman home, she's expected to put up the dishes, make his plate. Um, is she cooking? Can she contribute? Does she offer to do those things? As a guest in someone else's home, those are things that they're looking at. And it's it said that if you don't do those things and you got his mama saying, oh, she can't take care of my son, right. or you got to deal with the older female cousins or the older sisters, like, well, she's not good enough. Right. But we'll continue to talk about this. We're going to go ahead and take this quick commercial break.
Alright, y'all, we back his and hers. I insisted I'll show you Whitney Whitney now. Shay. Yeah, so um back to what we was talking about as far as uh men being coddled and women being raised to be independent. You know, like the downside of it is the men are being raised in a protective environment of fear. You know what I'm saying like parents are afraid of their boys, which it's changing now and it's becoming boys and girls. But, you know, it's a, it's a big thing of black men dying. You know what I'm saying? Um, women are now catching up in, with the whole um, uh, sex, sex trafficking thing, you know. But it's at first it was just black men being killed by police and killed by each other and you know just being a big target so men were pretty much raised to not die <laughs> you know like that was the goal just don't let my son die and the woman was don't let her have to depend on a man mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so that's something that needs to be corrected on both ends you know Men need to stop dying and women need to stop being men. You know? Uh, how we can do it? Uh, that's a whole other podcast within itself. For real, for real. But. What know. do you mean, women being men? As far as y'all having to be that extra strong, independent woman. Y'all are forced to do things that y'all not really meant to do. You know what I'm saying as far as which comes the which the whole um, letter that the girl said. You know she's tired of being the nigga in the relationship. Mm. You know what I'm saying she wants to be feminine. You know she wants to be dainty. She wants to be you know uh, catered to a little more or, and have and could be a little softer. You know she's probably taking out the trash. She's probably doing all the cooking. She's probably washing the car and. You know, doing all those things. You know what I'm saying? She wants to be a lady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but when men grow up seeing their moms do these things, we are looking at it as it's normal. And she's able to handle. You know, and when they're not doing these things, it's, oh, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, then the girl says, well, you're supposed to be doing this. And, and the man just, no. <laughs> these are things that I see my mom doing, so I'm assuming that these are the things that you're supposed to be doing. You're just making excuses for not wanting to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's where the whole cycle and generational curse come from. That's why relationships are ending or, you know, that's why these things are being talked about within relationships because especially in the black community, you know, we don't have too many positive relationships to look at, you know, to go off of. Like, everything that we do is pretty much trial and error. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I know me and you had our, we've talked about this on the podcast, we've had our issue in the beginning with 
I was used to um, taking my trash out. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was managing a whole house by myself before meeting you, so it was just a part of my routine. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I later in life learned only because at the time that they came up, you know, it was either do it or call somebody else to do it. And sometimes the best person was me, um, was, you know, like learning about... Um, changing the tire and things like that like mm-hmm. it's something that i was taught later because it came up but i mean there's things like roadside assistance or i'll call my dad you know before you i'll call my dad my cousin but i think a lot of times what, what we're failing to remember in that um post was women don't feel protected by mm-hmm. um black men per se is, is what the quote was saying we don't feel protected by those men so we don't feel like we can be feminine or we can let our guard down or you know we don't trust them or you know they may be in a situation where they don't trust the person to lead I think that is important because Mm -hmm. I don't think that a relationship will work um if you're not with someone who you think will have your best interest and who will lead you correctly. Mm-hmm. Not saying that because they're the leader, they're the breadwinner or they're the most educated or n- any of those things, but it's still a natural order to things. Um, me being a Christian, I know that it's God protects all of us, but the man protects the wife and the children. Right. So it's, it's supposed to be that way. And he's supposed to be able to lead. And a lot of times because those certain men um, have been so coddled or so baby and not prepared for a relationship or not willing to learn in a relationship, Mm -hmm. then they don't step up to the plate. And so it's like, do I want someone to lead me astray? I mean, there's a a big difference between being with someone who can lead in a relationship and and you feel protected or you you trust and being with somebody who doesn't. Right. Um, And I, I definitely agree with you. Um, as far as that, you know, um, women not being protected or did, did you say you don't think that the men are protecting the women? Mm-hmm. Did you say that? You know, um, I agree with you, but at the same token, in today's time, you have to look at men feeling the same way. No one's protecting the men. I'm saying because they're going through the same fears. Everybody's against them, you know, no matter what you do. Um, you know, I had to go back to it as far as, you know, the police brutality. Um, then you got the baby mamas that could just call the cops on the phone. Or if the man was trying to be a man and call the cops on the woman, he's still probably being removed from the house. Mm. And uh, then you got to go with the, with, with the, the uh, justice system who wants to keep the man away from the woman. You know, uh, why if you have a man who wants to take care of his child, but he's on hard times, you offer the mom, uh, you know, section eight and food stamps, but you have to keep the man away. And I'm saying like, it's, it's a whole cycle, a whole agenda on why us as, and I don't really want to make it as far as black people, but it, it is what it is, you know? I mean, I'm sure white people are going through it too, you know, because the system is what it is, but it's a lot more evident in the black community. I'm saying. Um, 
But uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back and continue this conversation. y'all we back uh his heard a sensor i'll share with you know say um what was i saying babe but I, you were saying you know that the men as well are having a feeling of feelings of not being protected but right now what comes to mind and what's been talked about a little bit in the media is the situation with gabrielle union and terry cruz i believe okay. um well i can't i think it's america's got talent i'm not sure but um, there was a moment where she had to protect his career and his mm-hmm. job on there. But then when it came time for him to speak up for her, he didn't do the same. Right. And, you know, I think it's a double-edged... I don't even think it's a double-edged sword. I think it's um, important for women to first not try to be men. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to be men. We're supposed to be women. And however that looks, that looks. The 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 fuzzy part is when people try to label um, passion or things like that as aggression or you trying to be a man. But I'm not speaking on that. I'm just speaking on a woman trying to run the relationship, not being willing to listen or compromise communication, those type of things. But it also is on the reverse because mm-hmm. the men have to be sensitive to the woman compromise communication those things that's where i think that sometimes issues arise because first we do we don't feel protected because it's like we'll go to bat for you but are you going to do the same for me you know um recently just even talking about when i come home and i talk to you about things at work not in our relationship but just in general i feel that the even the men who are around me as men should still do things to make, you know, to protect me as a black woman in this world. Mm-hmm. But when you do things to, it, it, it's either you're trying to sexualize things or uh, talk down to me or, um, you know, simple things like making sure that I am respected. If you can't do that because you can't exhibit that, then why would we trust you? Why do, you know, why even in situations would we feel protected or not feel like we have to watch our back if we're not being respected or protected? Those are those are things that are important. But mm-hmm. on the flip of that, I do feel like some women take it to the extreme and they try to play a role that's not intended for them. And you're not going to succeed for something that's not for you. Right. Um, and being in a relationship, that's something that's important for people to be able to discuss and, and work on. Because I, with us, I was so used to taking out the trash, but you as a man said that was out of the norm. That we had to discuss it. And I, I don't know, it wasn't a big deal, but mm-hmm. it was just something that we still had to be brought to the light. Right. Um... Well, to take it back a little bit, you know, as far as the Terry Crews situation, 
one, I think he was, uh, I don't think he really thought about what he was saying. Um, and that's, I, I, like, I can't think for him. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. And I, and the, the big thing, I just think that he, he, he thought too soon. Like, he, he didn't think about what he was saying. Um, because there was an incident where they came, black women came to his bat and, you know, was like, um, it's not right. I think it was the Me Too thing. You know what mm-hmm. And he like, it happened to me and all this stuff. And they was like, well, you know what happened to him? It's right, it's right. You know, Terry Crews, Terry Crews, you know, all positive stuff. You know, Gabrielle Union and other black women. Then when the thing happened with Gabrielle Union, he said, you know, um... I can't, I just heard, I didn't really hear the story, but I know he was like, you know, I only got an answer to my wife and all this other stuff and, you know, and all that. Pretty much like just leaving Gabby Yun out to dry. Um, when his wife uh, uh, was like, you know, keep it quiet, you know, don't say anything about it. Um, that's a lot, you know, I think that's, uh, you know, um, the white complex, you know what I'm saying? Run to white because it's right, you know what I'm saying? Hence his white wife. Um, maybe it is, maybe it's not. I, I think it has something to do with it, and I also think it has something to do with the crabs in a barrel complex as far as black people, you know. Um, you can't be more successful than me, and, you know, um, I'm not going to let you pull me down just because, you know, you're going through something right now. Um, so it's a lot of avenues that that situation can go, you know, but you hear about other races, um, stand together, you know, they fire one that's unjust. Well, we all going to be fired and you're going to have to figure out what you're doing. You know, um, you know how people joke about Mexicans all being in one car. But if you look at what the Mexicans are doing with it, I'm saying like, that's, that's the best thing ever. I'm saying that y'all riding the same car, that y'all live in the same house, but that y'all bring home like $40 an hour. You know what I'm saying? Building. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, that, that Volkswagen done turned into a F-150. You know what I'm saying? Then that F-150 done turned into a Hummer. You know what I'm saying? Then they got a whole van. Then they bought two vans. You know what I'm saying? Then they got a whole... Then now they're not in the uh, apartment no more. They're in a, a seven-bedroom house. You know what I'm saying? But they're monopolizing and they're growing. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's just things that we have to learn, you know. Um, a lot of mindsets, um, a lot of state, uh, oh, I can't even like get it. But we have to change our mindset and break a lot of these generational curses. Like we know what the issues are a lot of times, but we have to make that conscious decision to let it go and teach our children better. Just like we were talking about as far as um, women being, you know, strong and, and, and independent on a level that doesn't need to be. I'm saying now men are coming back to the home and they're speaking to their sons and their daughters in a different way. So it's going to take time for the stuff to change, but we just have to be active in that change. You know what I'm saying? Teach your daughters to be independent, but at the same time, let them know. Uh, you don't 
when you have a man, you don't have to be like this. And you teach the men to be, you know, the head of the household and, and you know, be able to lead, you know, and stand up straight and be strong and be confident in themselves. You know, it's it's a lot of work to be done, but I believe we can get there. I think um, it's important um, to, to teach a ch- to daughters to be independent, um, teach them to uh, acculturate to a man being in your life and being a helpmate, but also speaking to them about femininity because those mm-hmm. are also important things that, you know, however it may look for them, you need to embrace it. Um so th- these are just things that I will practice and speak with uh, my daughter about um, and the little girls who I happen to be in their lives and have an impact because these are all things that um, have groomed me to be who I am. Um, and I'd like to say that it's uh, important for you to teach men about boys, about masculinity and and taking care of things and protecting and, and, and being a man. But I also would urge for to, ch- to change generational curses for um, males to be able to safely and healthily express their emotions mm-hmm. because that's something I think that was taken away from them and they're quickly labeled as angry when it could just be depression. Right. Um, We're going to take one more quick break. I know we only usually do three. We're going to take one more quick break, and we'll be right back. y'all we back we back we back um go ahead and finish what you were saying babe no i just think that uh that males should be able to safely and healthily express their emotions Mm -hmm. um because you know i know especially for black males um they display anger because that's what's widely accepted Mm -hmm. but it could definitely be sadness um but teaching them about masculinity expressing your emotions healthily um, as well as um, allowing yourself to be a helpmate. Right. Um, those are all important things for uh, just growing up, but also especially in relationships. Right. But what, this was a good one. Yeah, pretty good. Um, um, make sure y'all share us. Make sure y'all send us to your friends, your, your family members. Uh, send an episode to women that you think are strong and they can you know um, not necessarily change but understand reasons why to change um, or to let somebody help them Um, thank you for all y'all support Um, continue to uh, send people our way thank you for all our new listeners yeah Um, listen to our YouTube and all that you know we appreciate y'all. Cause we all at. We all at. It's her sister, Asha and Whitney. Whitney and Asha. Um, and we out.